Welcome to this week's version of Who Is. Um, this week um, we are changing things up. We are um, starting to include the girls um, as indoor track is starting, which is very exciting. Um, we got one of the senior leaders on the girls cross country and track team, and this is Cassidy Guyton, uh, one of the nicest and most positive people you will meet. So um, we thought this was a really fun, really great, really um, inspiring interview from Cassidy. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, other girls, if you want to be interviewed, if you want to be a part of this, reach out to me, let me know. Um, and for now, let's have Jay Sean take it away. So we got, we're really changing things up, really um, working with the times here. It's now indoor track. Um, so um, with indoor track, this group of coaches gets bigger. Um, so we have Coach Vibes with us this week. Uh, and we also coach the girls. So um, we're going to start interviewing girls, including girls in this. Um, for you girls that are listening for the first time, we've been doing a podcast on some levels since July. Um, for a while, just posted on our website. Um, we were interviewing alumni and interviewing old co coaches. We even, even interviewed Ms. Tyson. Um, and then we kind of moved over to Spotify um, come the school year because um, we felt like we were a real big deal um, and that needs to happen. Actually, the reality was on our website, if you tried to go for a run or drive or do anything with your phone, it would shut off after 30 seconds because it wasn't an audio player. So we now have the capabilities to go for a run. Or go for and, a drive and, and listen and listen to this podcast and listen to this podcast. So this is a this is a plug for Spotify. Um, you could put it on one point five times or two times. That's what um, my podcasts tell me when I um, listen to them. So, anyways, um, okay. So we got Cassidy Guy in here. We're really excited. Senior on the team, um, probably the most positive, nicest person we know. So um, I think that will shine through on this podcast. But um, Cassidy, first question we always ask someone is, how did you get started with running? And then maybe your introduction to yeah. Albemarle, which is different for you because you came from another school, so. Cool. Well, thank you for the flattering introduction. I'm excited to be here and talk. Um, so my parents have always been runners, and um, so that kind of drew me in from a young age. I, I was always down to go for runs with them, but um, I played a bunch of different sports, like tried softball, tried basketball, tried soccer, nothing ever stuck. I am just not good at sports with balls in them. So I, um, I realized that wasn't going to work. And then, um, and I have to give Hannah credit in eighth grade. I, um, so she was in sixth grade. She decided she wanted to do a cross country camp at, um, Powhatan high school, which was the high school that I would have gone to. And my parents were like, okay, you can do it, Hannah, but you need to convince Cassidy to do it so we can send you both. And um, so I was like, I don't know if this is for me. I'm not like, I don't think I'm fast or anything. And I don't really know how long I could actually run for. But um, she convinced me and I, I did the camp and I loved it. I just, I fell in love with running. I think we ran like a mile time trial and I just wanted to run again and run more and get faster. So I joined the middle school cross country team um, at Pocahontas Middle School. And it was super low key. We just did, um, we played a lot of running games. We did a couple of races, but it was nothing too high pressure, which I really liked um, for first getting into it. 
And I moved to Albemarle um, before the summer before my freshman year. And I thought joining the cross country team would be a good way to meet people because I was terrified of starting a new high school um, and not knowing anyone. So I decided to come um, join the cross country team. My dad drove me to practice. This is a little bit of a funny story. He drove me to practice, senior led practice. Um, oh no, actually it was at Panorama. So it was one of the first official practices during July. And we got there a little bit early. So there were only guys there. There were no girls. And um, oh, I, I was so scared. I did not want to get out of the car. And <laughs> he just, yeah, I was, I was terrified. I didn't see any girls. So I sat in the car the very till the very last second like he's like come on Cassidy just get out then we finally see Rachel Lloyd pull up and I was like okay there's some girls here <laughs> it's not just gonna be me and a group of guys but um so I came to practice fell in love with the team fell in love with running at Albemarle and the rest is history haven't looked back that's awesome so did did you run track too at Power or Pocahontas or just cross I, I did run track actually so we um after the middle school cross country season, I, um, I think my coach picked two girls who could, um, who could try out for the high school indoor track team. Oh, cool. So I practiced okay. with the indoor track team, which is really fun. So I, I think I ran at FUMA. So I ran at FUMA once before high school. Um, and I ran the thousand and I don't remember my time, but it wasn't too hot, but it was fun. <laughs> And awesome. then um, I did I did track too at um, at my middle school outdoor. What's the Powhatan cross country slash indoor track coach's name? He's really nice. Um, I think he coaches Martian, soccer. Yeah, yeah, he's the librarian too. He's a super nice guy. But he he asks about you every time. He's like, "How are the Guyans doing?" I can't um, believe you stole them from us. He <laughs> and my dad were buddies too. He's super nice. They lived in our neighborhood actually. Oh, nice. He was a librarian. Yeah, he's the librarian, I think. We, um, at the high school, yeah. Cool, cool. So did, had you heard, not saying we're awesome, but we are pretty awesome. So had you heard anything about Almar Cross Country before? Or were you just going in like, this is the school I'm going to? This is your chance to say nice things about Almar. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, the girls team, to be fair, had been like top three in 5A for the past couple of years. So they were really good, but. Yeah, I, um. Yeah, it's funny. I don't think I, it was just more like Albemarle was where I was going. And then wherever I went, I was going to join the cross country team, just to have a way to get to know people. But um, I think we did, like, my dad is good at Googling. So I think we probably found some information on the team beforehand. I knew it was going to be a big team and I knew it was going to be a good team. So Nice, nice. Well, cool. Um, and then um, were you always going to do all three seasons or um, is that always, because you did yeah, that three years? So I think after eighth grade, I was just like, this is fine. And whenever I had my, um, my breaks from running during eighth grade, um, whenever I had like an off season, which was definitely longer, probably like a month, a month and a half in between each of the seasons. Um, I just, I would be in such a bad mood. Um, and I, I would be like, what's wrong with me? But, um, I just realized that running was just so great for me. And like, a stress reliever, uh, like mood regulator. I just was, I love the way I feel when I run. So I just knew I was going to keep going. I love it. I love it. Um, and so that is kind of a good segue. Um, and if we, I mean, if there are more stories we get to maybe along the way, that'd be good, but you haven't missed a beat 
since COVID started, right? So like, um, I think it's become such a big part of you, right? You've been training um, and you've probably had the best three or four months of your running career, right? So I know you probably don't love talking about yourself, oh, but yeah. <laughs> um, let's at least break it down a little bit. Talk about what motivated you in March, because I know you, you guys were training hard still through the spring. And then especially this summer and fall, what has really kind of driven you not only for yourself and to also lead the girls, which I know has been a big thing. Yeah. So um, I, I think the biggest thing that I was disappointed about, about um, school being um, camp, you know, virtual for the rest of the year, I was just sad about missing um, practices and sports and competing because over my high school um, running career, I have thankfully um, had like a steady progression. Really, I haven't really gone backwards too much. Um, it's kind of, it's slow, but I've improved gradually throughout. So I felt like I was in a good place around March. I um, So I was super excited for outdoor um, to try and get some PRs, but- um, I think your, your indoor now, season was really good last winter. Yeah, my indoor season was was really good. So I, I was feeling good about that. Um, and yeah, I was super confident. Um, and then, you know, everything with COVID and um, the shutdowns, I, my first priority was I need to still keep up my running. I just have to run. I, I hope they, uh, I know they'll close gyms, but I hope they, we can still go outside and go run. Um, I just, that was important to me. And at first it more important just to, um, have something to get out of my house each day, um, manage anxiety, things like that. But as it, it went on, I just realized that, um, it was the perfect time to work really hard towards my goals because, um, I didn't know when else I would get such a large block of time to just get solid training in. Mm -hmm. And I realized that that this was going to be a time when um, kind of the people who were dedicated and self-motivated would be a little bit separated from the people who I don't know, maybe um, need more extrinsic motivation or other things. So I just around them, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And for me, um, I guess another thing that just motivated, um, my training, um, over just the spring and summer was just that I really had to fall in love with running again. I had to, um, remember why I did it when it was easy to, because there was no season, it would have been so easy to, um, just if I wasn't feeling a run, just decide what's the point, there's no races coming up or anything. It would have been easy to not hold myself accountable during workouts and just kind of go, go on feel and not, I'm not, um, care as much about times or paces, but, um, yeah, I just decided that it was going to be a time when I could work hard and, um, I don't know, just learn how to run the rest of my life, I guess, because I do want to be a lifelong runner in some way, shape or form. So I thought if I can motivate myself now, then I can, I know I can do this for the rest of my life and I can keep up with it. So that's a good answer. I love that. Um, and so it's led to, you did have a good training block. So I'm going to try to have you talk about yourself a little bit. Can we at least, so you got to race a couple times this fall, which I know is really oh, exciting, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, so give um, us, give us your highlights. I know you had two big highlights, I think, right? A time trial and race. Yes. So um, I have never run in the state meet or anything. I have um, 
I, I ran in regionals for indoor for the first time this past year. Um, so I, yeah, none of my PRs were exactly where I wanted them going into senior year, but um, I was excited to see what I could do after uh, all of my solid training and all the fun I'd had um, just getting to run and um, like really enjoy the process. So I ran a, I ran a 1600 time trial in, I can't remember if it was July or August, but um, I just decided I wanted to see if I could PR in the 1600 and my PR before um, was 547, I believe. Um, so one morning I got up my dad and Hannah at like 615 and we um, went to the track to beat the heat and Hannah, I think, I think she recorded me. I think she videoed me from the stands nice. and the dad timed me. <laughs> and, um, it's official. I, we got official. Oh yes. Timer. Very official. We had to have some proof. Um, and I, so I just got out on the track. I put on my spikes. I had really no, um, no idea what I was going to do. I wanted to at least run my PR. Um, okay. because I, I felt like that I could do that, but, um, I, I just started running and um, I ran a 539, which was like an eight second PR. And I felt like I definitely could have gone faster if I'd had um, yeah. someone else to chase. So I- It's I was, pretty hard to run an eight second PR by yourself, so. Yeah, I, I had really not a, a, not much concept of how, what, I, what pace I was going or anything. I don't, I don't think I wore my watch. Oh, so really? Interesting. Like, Your yeah. dad, was he giving you splits? Yeah, he gave me splits. I, I think I heard, my first slap split but then I can't remember anything it's awesome like that. <laughs> I mean, just in the moment I love that yeah so yeah. it was really fun and um that just made me so excited and a little sad too that I because I knew that um I think I was finding out that the cross-country season would be canceled mm -hmm. but um I was just proud because of all the work that I'd put in and it's nice to have something to show for it um so after that I kind of, I was on the lookout for some races I could enter unattached, um, just to try and get a cross country race in Cause I thought that, um, I was prepared to PR in the 5k and I, so I was able to enter, um, the, I was it the Virginia elite cross country, yeah, yeah. something like that like at Pole Green. Um, the one that no one put on. Yeah, exactly. And so that was, that was in October. And I, so I was able to enter that, got there that day. It was the most perfect day. The weather was amazing. I think it was like 45 um, and sunny and beautiful and a fast course. And I, I, I wasn't in the fastest race. I think I was in the um, kind of the B race. So I was prepared to go out as hard as I had to, um, prepared to win if necessary. But um, we, I, I ended up, uh, I believe, placing sixth in that, and I ran a 1947, and my PR previously had been 21.05. So exactly. it was a really big PR, which was so exciting for me because my one of my goals in high school was to break 20 in the 5k and I didn't know if that would still be a possibility with the whole um season ending and everything and so it was just the perfect end to um the the COVID season I had another race lined up but um 
that got canceled. So it was just a really nice finish to all the hard work. Yeah, I mean, hard work pays off, right? I think, um, I don't know, I, I'm, I think one of the, obviously I miss coaching, I miss the season, but I would have paid anything to be able to see you after a race like that and see the smile on your face. Because you're always so happy no matter what. So um, it must have been um, quite the moment for you and your family after that. Was that was a so. good day. Yeah, yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, I, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, Cassidy, but you uh, have a faster season opener in the mile than Coach Resnick. Uh, he's not here to defend himself. No <laughs> yeah, you ran, ran 539 high, and I'm going to assume you ran 539 low. Um, oh, for, yeah. sure. for sure. Okay, cool. Cool. Just wanted to let you know, and, and he'll be able to respond. But uh, Great. Okay. I'm, that's I'm, awesome. that's what I'm most excited about is, 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 that, is that you rocked him. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Coach Ronzoni, you were there for that race for, for Coach Rez. Yeah, I'm very proud of Rez. I don't know why with Owen Rez trying no, to. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know. Like, you, you, it's you, always you, when he's not here, you throw him under the bus. No, like, this isn't fair. I'm proud of both you guys, Cassidy and Rez. Oh. Okay, great. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. That would be a fun race to watch, um, you versus Rez. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to say my money's on because I don't want to throw Rez under the bus. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, well, thanks. I mean, I think once again, you've done a great job of leading the girls in this time and setting a good example. Um, and I think um, it is going to pay off not only has it pay off this fall, but I think it's going to pay off big time over the course of our three condensed seasons. Um, yeah, so, excited to see how that goes. <laughs> so I think you'll get to see, you to, the more you race, the better you're going to be. So um, I think it's exciting to see you did that just in your first two attempts. So I love it. Well, cool. Well, thanks for that. I don't know. It was inspiring and fun to hear. So um, the, the rest, are, the guys are going to ask the next question. So jump in, whoever wants to do um, the first one. Coach Vibes. Okay. Coach Vibes, you got it. You got it, Coach okay. Vibes. First question. Okay. Cassidy, what's your Bodo's order? Okay. So, um, actually haven't had photos as much recently which is a little sad I, I feel like during the school year I am able to get it a lot yeah. more but um my go-to is a whole wheat bagel love their whole wheat bagels with mm, yeah, egg okay. and avocado egg and avocado yep delicious are you are you a vegetarian I am not a vegetarian okay. no you just, you just like having uh, egg and avocado okay I do and but also um I sometimes they put a lot of avocado in their bagels. So I usually just say just some light avocado. And then they always, um, now through the drive-through, they say easy on the avocado. (laughs) (laughs) What, so do you go to the, do you go to the one up 29? Yeah. Yeah. That that must be the toughest job now working photos outside in the winter. That seems brutal. Yeah. So, so do you, um, did you have like when during the school year? Did you ever like mix it up and get other things, or was that kind of the one that you got every time? That was pretty much my go-to, but um, I'm also a big peanut butter fan, so sometimes I get a plain bagel and peanut butter because they've got some good crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, it's a walk on the wild side. The have you done peanut butter with cinnamon raisin? Ooh, that okay. sounds so good. That is good. That sounds really good. It's called, I call it my power because like, it's like a dollar fifty or something silly. I don't know what it is. But. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you're stealing from Bodice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Huh. I'll just try that out. I do know that they give a lot of avocado. I did know that. But avocado. Yeah. 
Easy on the avocado could be like a t-shirt or something. That was a good ring. Hey, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. The uh, second question. So um, after a long run, what is your favorite meal? I am a pancake girl. I think pancakes mm -hmm. are my favorite food in the universe. So <laughs> I love pancakes, chocolate chip especially. Um, mm -hmm. That's my go-to. Nice. Have you got it? Oh, sorry. Go. Coach, I'm sorry, you got it. I was just going to say, um, I eat a lot of pancakes now. Um, I don't go grocery shopping a lot. I got my mom bought me a bunch of um what are they called? Kodiak cakes from Costco? Oh man, I was gonna say we have a big box of Kodiak cakes mix, and that is key. and that's protein. So not only are you getting your pancakes after you run, but you're starting the recovery process like bam. That's, See, that's my plan. Yep. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> have you had their uh their chocolate, their frozen chocolate waffles? Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are amazing. Yeah. This, could just be, this could just be a Kodiak cakes celebration. Oh, maybe they, we, maybe uh, they could sponsor our podcast. I love I, that. We do have an in. We do have an in with your favorite runner, Coach Lorenzoni, is a big Kodiak Cakes guy. Who? Uh, well, he also was in med school. I don't know if you heard. Uh, he also has two kids. Is he know. my favorite runner? I, I like your favorite guy. runner of all time, dude. You love him. You love Marty. <laughs> He's your boy. <laughs> He's in town. We're um, <laughs> talking about Marty Hayher. Hayher. <laughs> I can't even say his name. Um, I ran for Syracuse. Um, so where's, your, where's your favorite place in town to get pancakes, Cassie? So I really, I really like, um, what's it called? Michael's Diner. They have good, um, chocolate chip pancakes. And, that? uh, wait a second. I might be saying it wrong. Um, Sam's? no. Oh, Michael's. No. Michael's Beast. Michael's Beast doesn't have pancakes. 29 Cassidy. Yes. Michael's that's Diner that's on 29. Uh -huh. That's the one that's like by Al Carbone. No, that's yeah. Kitchen. Oh yeah, I'm making that. No, no, this, this is near near Food Lion, maybe. I'm I'm not sure. Oh, this is real. Oh, this is real. oh, it's way it's way up. Oh, it's it's up by Walgreens. I'm looking yeah. at it. I've never been here. We go um the girls sometimes during the summer after like a time trial or workout, and they are their pancakes are delicious. I um unfortunately mm. have not been able to try Tip Top's pancakes. Hannah has and says they're delicious. So. They're real good. Yeah, they're good. Uh, they're fine. I don't know. I'm not a huge tip top fan. They're not what? my favorite, but oh, they're good. Man. That's they're my life. Tip top is cool because it's like a diner vibe. Then you get the food and you're like, it's okay. These are okay. I mean, the cool thing about tip top too is like, I grew up loving collagen, and the owner of collagen at the time was a Vasalysis, um, who I went to high school with their kids. But now they sold collagen. And so I used to go to breakfast at collagen all the time because it's next to Ragged. But they sold it and now they started Tip Top. I love Tip Top, man. Big fan. It, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's a cheap breakfast food. You get it what you get. That's true. It's <laughs> you get what you get. You're not, you're not going to get, it's not like bluegrass or something like that, you know? <laughs> Rip bluegrass. Don't even. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. They closed. I forgot they're about dead. that. They're dead. That stinks. That was sad. Uh, yeah. So, so, Cassidy. All right. One, thank you for coming on to our podcast. Uh, You're very welcome. This is this is this is a big deal. Um, what is and there's a lot of them. Um, what is your favorite running group? Pro running, excuse me, pro running group. Pro running group. Uh, Professional. Yeah, I'm. 
I'm a fan of um, the Bowerman Track Club just because I I love all the girls. I know that's a, probably a little predictable, but um, I was thinking maybe I, Team Boss. I was I was hoping Team Boss a little bit. Hey, I love some Team Boss girls too. But uh, I listened to a bunch of podcasts this over quarantine um, with both. Um, I we got some Emma Coburn in there too. Yeah, so I listened to a lot of the. Um, the ladies podcast and yeah they have a podcast it was fun to hear about them. or uh, they went on a bunch of different podcasts that i would like listen to i like um i think emma abrahamson has one now and then a, just a bunch of other random podcasts so that was fun i like would look for them and listen to theirs so nice so who's your favorite podcast you recommend for people i so i'll have another with Lindsay hein i think that was a good one i i listened to hers a bunch um when she had a bunch of the Bowerman babes on there. So I got to knock out a bunch of the interviews. So that was good. And this is during quarantine or is it like before this quarantine? Is during quarantine, yeah. Sometimes, I, sometimes I'd go on um, walks around my house when I needed to stretch out my legs because we have a lot of land. And I just would, you know, not listen to any music or anything, but I'd listen to some podcasts. So nice. that was good. Did you enjoy the um, friendlies, the... No, it wasn't the friendlies. It was like the Bauer, what do they call them? Like their inner squad meets or whatever they had this summer. Oh yeah. I'm not sure what they called them, but I loved like hearing the results from those. I don't think I ever watched them live streamed, but I I'd, like look on Instagram, try okay. and see what they all ran. Yeah. Yeah. They were fun and they ran well. turns out they're pretty fast too. Yeah. yeah they're right. Some American records and stuff. Yeah. They're, yeah. Right. they're fun. So who's your favorite? All right. Um, I really like Carissa. How do you say her last name? Schweizer. Schweizer. Yeah, I, I really like her. I feel like we'd be friends. So. Okay, so then my, my other very serious question, because this is a hard hitting podcast. Um, what is the key to a good French braid? Because I know that Colleen Quigley is very good at French braids and French braids. I don't understand. them. I'm just gonna be very honest. Yes. I, don't, I, I honestly don't get it. I don't know how you do them. They make no sense to me. What's the key to a good French braid? I am going to have to let you down here because I cannot French braid. So embarrassing. Okay, so, it's like I, so it's skill. It's not just like, it's not just like a regular braid. Nope. Nope. Thanks. It's skill. It, okay. Yep. I, um, I've always been able to normally braid. I, I've practiced French braiding countless times. I just need another hand. I think I just, I can't get so strands going on. To explain this, why do you think Caroline Hewitt always has, always has braids, but Courtney always has a bun? Because only one of them. That's why you have to braid your hair. No, because Courtney is the only one that knows how to braid. Courtney's the braider, so yeah. Courtney unfortunately has to use her skill on Caroline, and she never point, yeah. gets the braids. So sad. Um, yep. Um, <laughs> isn't that true? Yeah, that's exactly true. Yeah. Can't she just braid her own hair, or can she? Is she one of those people that just can only braid? Others? Well, I don't know. I don't know. She might be able to braid her own hair, but you should see some of the braids that she does on Caroline. They're like as tight as you could, yeah. they could be like perfect. I just, I could never do that on myself. I, I don't know if she could either, but she's a great braider. Ben's really good. good at braids. She used to braid my hair sometimes and I feel like I could leave that in for days. Who? Oh, for sure. Nice. Sarah was my braider. She, um, she always braided mine. Who's the best braider on the team? Well, um, <laughs> hard but I gotta go with Sarah because okay. she did my pre-race braids um for cross country I would do like some braids into a ponytail but I will say that Beth was awesome at braiding Hannah's hair because Hannah's hair is really thin and Beth could do it perfectly and like 
it just looked great. So oh. they're both great. Give okay. them some shout outs. What nice. is the boy equivalent of braiding hair? There is none. <laughs> what, is the, what is the free race thing that boys do? <laughs> Like throw uh, rocks at each other. <laughs> uh, uh, listen to music and, and pretend like it's rap, but it's actually like 80s pop. Yeah, like walk around like, like, like oh, you're like, supposed to balloon and you're like talking away. <laughs> no, you're not listening yeah, to that. I don't miss that. <laughs> it's like you pull out the thing and starts playing from the speaker. <laughs> this is this is this is never going to give you up. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I didn't I didn't know there was so much skill involved. I, I, although, See, although I guess I think I you talking, want your hair braided. I think this is you grew your hair long enough so you could get braided by the girls' track. It's almost it, there. It's pretty close. It, it's I can get it in a full ponytail now. I can get it like yeah. Does it look good? That remains to be seen, but it's definitely there. Is that your goal always? I mean, there was definitely a period of time when I was like only the coolest people. I don't have hair like your dad, Cassidy. I will say yeah, your true. dad. Does your dad run ultra marathons? Yeah, he does. Okay, he just has an ultra oh. vibe to me. He just he just gives me the ultra marathoner vibe. And he's him. got some good hair because he's got the beard and the mustache and everything. Yeah. Does he want to come on a podcast or? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll try and get him on. He. Um, right, cool. <laughs> funny thing is, before um, I was in eighth grade, he actually kept his hair like shaved. So, what? yeah. So what this happened? is a a new in the past five year thing, but no he, yeah, I can't even. I can't even imagine him anymore without his hair and beard, but. So what did it like always fit his vibe or was it like, dad, what are you doing? Like um, it definitely. That's always been his vibe, but he had more of an office job um, before. So he, he had to keep it a little bit more um, low key. So. That is awesome. Good for him. Yeah. I love that. Um, if you haven't heard, if you get anything out of this, is that Cassidy is remarkably cool as an individual, and she's a part of a wicked cool family. Just like guidance, just cool vibes all around. <laughs> Appreciate that. It's, yeah. I, I do love my family. Pretty cool. Big family person. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thanks for doing this. Anything yeah. last to say to the people, to, to our world famous listeners? Yeah, um, <laughs> hopefully, we can get some more girls out here listening. And here we go. Um, yeah, this has been so fun. Love talking to you guys. Cool. Thanks for being on. Thank you.